This episode is brought to you by Rockstar Alice Cooper and Galvatron from the 1986 animated movie The Transformers the Movie, who was played by Leonard Nimoy, who played Spock. And this is a new episode of Two Smoking Microphones. <laughs> Fuck, you know what? Before we start recording, I generally was going to be like, oh, have you, have you got a new weird opener? Thought about it last just... week. Well done, man. Did you do my Did you do my advice and write it down? No, no, I've just had it in my head all, all week. Oh, I basically thought about it every time I thought about the podcast. So I was like, every time that came in, I just like, oh yeah, that's my intro. I'm gonna do that because you know. Now I'm gonna explain it. Alice Cooper is obviously a rock star, rock. Leonard Nimoy did play Galvatron in the 1986 animated movie The Transformers: The Movie, um, who also played Spock. So you know, and then I called the podcast Two Smoking Microphones" rather than just rather than the whole name because I feel like that's something that we could do not change the name but call that call it Two Smoking Microphones for sure this has been a whirlwind of an opener yes I am swept off my chair here's the thing I know because I had a brief thought last week very brief thought when I was saying the title that I was going to say barrel at the end barrels rather than microphones because of lock, stock, and two smoking barrels, so that's why of course, I, yeah. I feel like I'll probably refer to it more as just two smoking microphones when we do the intro. Yeah, can do. It seems like a very. This was a very. This was started as an opening. It's turned into an off off air conversation. Well, I, I just wanted to have. I wanted to say the joke first. I want the viewers to be on every level with us. The viewers, the listeners, the viewers, so they can see us. You know, if they, I want them to hear the conversation we would have off off air. I mean, the conversations we have off air are just the same. Yeah. Anyway, welcome to the podcast, everybody. Yeah. Uh, this is a podcast. The person with the amazing opening was Mr. Connor Nagy himself. Say hello, Connor. <laughs> Interesting. And uh, I'm I'm Harry, otherwise known as Spock. Um. This is our podcast. This is it. Goodbye. This you did this joke literally. In the last episode about an hour ago yeah like and that episode has already been released so <laughs> well it was hi so it's good. monday I did it again. how's your monday my monday's oh, good. Time travelers. my monday's all right because i mean it might be good it might be bad i don't know because green day have released a new single but they haven't because it's not monday yet but on monday they have and i don't know if it's going to be good or not because i didn't like their last album but green day oh my favorite band for anyone that doesn't know my monday's probably going to be crap but uh, for pest for optimism, hello, it's Monday, and I love a Monday. I'm also working on Monday, so you know. I mean, yeah, it's not gonna be great. Well, anyway, Green Day have a new song out, and it might be good, it might not be. But we'll see, we'll see. After this triumph of an opening, just want to say uh, thanks again for tuning into another episode of our Two Smoking Microphones podcast. Yeah, why are you here? Um, like, why are you? I mean, no, stay. Don't leave. Better, Come back. There are better people you can listen to. Well, can you don't yeah, let's let's be really pessimistic and ask them to stop listening, shall we? Hey, I was almost I was gonna I was <laughs> I was almost applying to something so we could try and get ads on this ads on this, but I thought it's a bit early to start subjecting people to ads. Let's Yeah, let's let's, let's wait a couple of episodes. Let's build it for a bit. <laughs> That's an episode ten move. Episode I ten. Feel. I was thinking like let's episode wait 10. until let's wait until we have an audience. Um <laughs> This is no, but no, that's 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 my other thing. Like we have a bit. I have people still sending me pictures of them listening and subscribing on Spotify. Um, we got we got a five star review on um, Apple Podcast. I noticed. I've got to tell you. Yeah, I was gonna say. Um, 
so yeah thank you so much to everyone that's you know sending support and just saying like they're really enjoying it and sending like, i've had loads of pictures from people with them watching the episode um that person, have, like, last, that, person carry on. that person that sent the five star review you we love are you, you sure <laughs> <laughs> do you want to refigure do you want to do you want to do you want to rethink that can, no but like last week change I the review my... don't worry <laughs> I thanked my brother last week. Well, it was five stars. You didn't leave an actual comment. You could have, you could have left a comment, but all right. Oh, it was, there was no, there was no, there was no but, actual review. There was just a, a stars. It's, sorry, I should have said a five star rating. Is what I should have said. Oh my god, give us a review next time. Write some words. It doesn't take exactly. Long. Cruel. Um, but uh, last week I thanked uh, my brother, which I want to let everyone know went down really well. This is what I was like. No, it went down terribly. He was like, he he rang me. And he was like, Harry, just heard your shout. Thank you so much. And I was like, you're welcome, bro. No. Um, I do have uh, I have two shout-outs for this episode. Uh, the first one is going to be my good friend, Victoire, who sent me this new microphone that I'm speaking through, which is why my my voice is probably a lot more crisp and uh, nice to listen to. Maybe. Um, who knows? Who knows? We guess we'll find out. But just want to say thank you so much to her for sending me this microphone. It's very, very kind of you. Um, and my other shout out is to my girlfriend Maddie, who has been helping me to promote the podcast this week. And by that, I mean I was I did a I did an Instagram video, one of those for the first time I did like a yeah, on an Instagram video, and I showed her about ten, saying it's just one good, it's just one good, it's just one good. And every time she said yes, of course. But in the end, she was like, just bloody post it. I would but, um, uh, I would yeah. like to uh, thank me for coming up with the idea to do the podcast. And apparently, Harry's getting all the praise, but whatever. Oh, my, of course. I mean, it was my well, idea, it's but worth. it's good to know that I have lots of friends. Apparently, well, to be fair, when people are saying when people are saying it's good to me, they're saying for I'm, both of us. Yeah, I'm joking. It's just that <laughs> it's just that no one on my end has listened to it, but it's fine. Um, Bastards. Hey, it's fine. I'm, then... I'm not the friend you support. I'm the friend you you just leave to do his own thing. Um. <laughs> oh, this got this got this got dark quickly, didn't it? Jesus. Hey, it's fine. I'm in a good mood because I'm talking to one of my best friends. That's me. Hello. Oh, sorry. I'm, I'm on Snapchat as well. Um. This is <laughs> just got down like a sack of shit, isn't it? I actually wanted to say I found a new co-host. Fucking what? Yeah, I know the the show's been picked up by someone, and. They wanted to yeah, change. Really persuasive at the moment. This well, he, is really good. as well, if the show's been picked up. No, someone's, that'd be silly. someone's bought the show and they want a new co-host. They did say they want two, but I don't know. So I don't know why the show. I said the show only is called Two Smoking Microphones. There's only two microphones. So why would you need two people to replace Harry? But they they hung up on me after that. Yeah, I have that trouble. Don't you worry. I think we. I think we're being replaced. Oh, no. This is when the next episode cuts, and we've just got someone else. Like we've got my brother and someone else in the. Let's, in the let's yeah, I'll, I'll, we'll get people to guess the next episode. <laughs> guess, they can guess the weeks that we just are too tired. <laughs> oh no! Hey, we're never taking a break. By the way. <laughs> oh. What about Christmas Day? Can I have a break on Christmas Day? Is Christmas Day on a Friday this year? I don't know. Just saying, what if it falls on a Friday? We'll record on the Boxing Day. Or See that? That's one. We need to record enough so there is an episode every week. <laughs> we will. 
Don't you panic. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, this has been a waste of time. For those, this has been a waste of an intro. It? Thanks for those two people. I mean, like I said, every week I'm going to thank someone else, but I couldn't. I had to thank two this week because uh, one is uh, very close to me and has sent a very nice microphone that I can now use, and the other one is my girlfriend, who is very much helping me um, get the confidence, I would say, and uh, listen to me babble when I can't speak to you, Connor about all the stuff of the podcast she has to hear it but um yeah how you been man we good yeah it's been fine mm, nice should we move on to some yeah I was gonna some say, news? We, don't, we don't need to yeah well, let's just go on we don't that. need the pleasantries let's start with some news so i've got a couple of bits of news today oh, um not loads um but there's something that's just been released literally before we started filming mm-hmm. and that is the dc universe has cast their new supergirl so for the upcoming Flash film that's going to be directed by Andy Machete, is that you say his surname? Uh, yeah. Um, who uh, is most known for at the moment directing each chapter one and two. Yep. He has cast uh, the American actress Sasha. I want to say her surname is Cal or Calais. I think it's Calais. Um, I think it's Calais, but it's cast Sasha Calais in uh, in the role. She'll make her first debut in the upcoming Flash film, but it's most likely going to be. Uh, used in DC as they expand going forward, I assume. Uh, she is the first Boston MA-born Colombian actress to and is um, to be. I should say that all she, over again. She's she not is the first. The, she's the first. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Fucking hell. She is a Boston MA-born Colombian actress, but she is the first ever Latina Supergirl known in DC. Haven't which been is like, very very exciting. Hasn't there been like? two Supergirls total? <laughs> Probably. Yeah. I mean, you know, some, pe- some people will be upset that they didn't cast um... My dad. Uh, Mel- Melissa... Benoist. Benoist? Is that his surname? Benoist. Who's Supergirl in the CD- C- CW universe. Yes. But, you know, they've always been very clear they're separate. Like, with Grant Gustin as the Flash, they had that scene yeah. in uh, in Crisis of Infinite Earths, Earths last year where Ezra Miller met Grant Gustin's Flash for a brief second mm-hmm. it's kind of established that there's multiverses yeah, but you know what I've, yeah I think this is I, I can't say I've ever watched her before but I think casting a Supergirl having her debut in what's going to be a Flashpoint film uh, I think is, is a good shout and I hope that she's not just used for this I hope that she is used to help oh, expand yeah. this universe a bit more in the future yeah, how I do that I don't know we'll Oh, wow, she, hasn't even, yeah, she hasn't even got a wiki. No, but she has won an Emmy. At the daytime. Oh, it's the daytime Emmy. But it's still it's, an Emmy. It's still an Emmy, yeah. Um, Nominee. She's been nominated. Ah, uh, yeah. I read um, that wrong. See, out, I was really confident yeah. with how Outstand, strong I was in this out, news today. Outstanding young performer in a drama series. Fair play to her. Yeah. I'm um, sure she'll be great. Oh, thank God she's older than us. <laughs> Um, I she had a chemistry when... read with Ezra Miller. Apparently that went well. I hate it when younger actors and actresses are cast in really big roles. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I think that's genuinely quite exciting. Yeah. And I, I, Supergirl's a good character. Um, it'll be exciting to see a new version of that character on screen. But I think. But women. Oh, I'm not even gonna pretend what? to. I'm not even gonna pretend to have the joke that. Because yeah, yeah, let's let's not go down that road. I feel like I feel like 
we 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 rambled in the opening. We should keep it strong from news onwards. Oh, I feel. should we? Okay. I'm we I'm try, I'm, I'm I'm neither here or there. Like I don't care too much. We'll we'll see what what it ends up like. I'm still gonna you know watch the stuff, but. I don't know enough about. Well, Super she was Girl. chosen from over four hundred and twenty-five actresses, apparently. Cool. Which is insane. I mean, they do just but, like know. audition everyone. <laughs> true. DC's fine. It's not like we're going to be speaking about it for most of this episode. That's true. But um, oh, should we move on? Should we move on to Marvel? We're not Marvel fanboys, but we love Marvel more. I mean, I should do like Marvel. Mar- I do like Marvel. I like Marvel's films more. Anyway, yeah, let's go on to Marvel. You can choose between Marvel News Number One or Marvel News Number Two. 14 which is a multiple of two two. okay uh i had to really i was really worried i was getting that wrong for some reason as i said that no you're Um, always wrong anyway carry on that's fair so danny elfman has been confirmed to be scoring doctor strange in the multiverse of madness yeah i know Uh, he has worked with sam rainbow before on stuff like spider-man and dark man but um yeah apparently he came out this week and was like well, his quote was, I'm starting to do bits of pre-work for Doctor Strange 2 that Sam Raimi's directing. I don't start officially for a few months, but there's a bit of recorded music they need for the sets. That's quite exciting. Yep. I think. Well, the, um... Phil, uh, directors like to work with, you know, the same... I was about to say scorers. The same composers. You know, like, often. Yeah, and uh, I hope I hope Elfman comes up with a, a proper, like... Doctor Strange theme that I can remember because yeah. I can't really remember his theme from the first one. I know a lot of people would say it said it was very similar to the um, Star Trek theme because it was uh, what's his name, Michael Giacchino. Oh yeah, possibly then. It is Michael Giacchino, right? <laughs> I'm sure it was. Um, but yeah, no. Um, what's he done? Uh, Danny Elfman did the original Batman. Of course, why did I not say that? Yeah. Oh, dumb. Um, I'm a I'm a dumbass. He's he did Beetlejuice. He did Edward Scissorhands, Batman Returns. So he's worked with Tim Burton a lot. Um, Mission, the first Mission Impossible. Ooh, came up with that. Oh no, he didn't come up. With he the didn't theme. come there. He didn't come. Up. The theme was from the show. <laughs> uh, Goodwill Hunting, <laughs> Planet of the Apes. Tim Burton one, then yeah, Spider-Man obviously is what he's known for the most. He also worked on Avengers: Age of Ultron. I forget he worked score. on Avengers: Age of Ultron. Actually. Yeah, because it's a very forgettable score. Um, yeah, it's not memorable, is it? No, and I wouldn't say that's for Danny Elfman because he worked with Brian Tyler as well, who I think his his scores aren't always the best. But we well, also worked on. Didn't he work on the Justice League? Yes, he did. Uh, Warner Brothers edition. Yes, or he did. Whedon edition, whatever you want to call yes, it. Yes, he did. <laughs> Yeah, he did. He um, did the score. That's for that. also quite forgettable as well. Yeah, to be fair, apart I from listen to that score, the only yeah, the only two bits I kind of remember is when he reused the Batman theme and when he kind of reworked the Superman theme. Yeah, and I, um, I remember them. Yeah, he for did like those. evil Superman. But uh, he also <sighs> did Doolittle, so you know. Every cloud. <laughs> oh, anyway, exciting. I mean, yeah. hopefully, it's a memorable score. You know, it's looking to be that it's going to be quite a big film. Oh yeah, um, Danny Elfman's it's, good. It's... Like, I like his Spider-Man score as well. So yeah, and I think I think him and Sam Raimi together will will do well. Fingers crossed. Yeah, it is. You know, Man. I mean, when it comes to a film score, I really like. I like a good score where it's like, oh, this is a really memorable track, and I also don't mind a score where it's kind of atmospheric more than anything. But this is 
Marvel doesn't have a lot of its memorable scores. Yeah, no, I'd say their only memorable scores for me are Captain America's 2 and 3 and Infinity War and Endgame. I wouldn't even, I mean, me personally, I wouldn't even say Captain America 3. That felt really by the books. Whereas the second one, I think it, the score in that is incredible. But that's because I've listened to it a lot. Um, the first Iron Man film has quite a good score. Can't remember that. It's got like the, a lot of electric guitars. You would never like you, you know. It, I, I can't. I'm not going to start, you know, humming themes or anything like that. But it's got like, yeah, really. I I, I, I really love the Iron Man score. <laughs> There's a couple of tracks. It's not the whole score. It's a couple of the like memorable tracks, like when he's first got the like suit on and stuff like that. Is that the one? It's like yeah, by Ramin Ramin Jawadi. I don't know how you say his name. Um, who did he did, he did Game, um, of Game of Thrones? Yep. Um, of course. Avengers obviously has a memorable score. The Spider-Man films have a memorable memorable score now, I think. And now they always have, I feel, apart from the amazing ones. Um, I like the rooftop kiss in the Eyes of Spider-Man one. That that score. Yeah, I know. I've I seen you to listen to that a few times on Spotify. <laughs> yeah, I always forget that people can watch what you listen to on Spotify. Yeah, well, it's not like you're listening to anything that people don't listen to. Yeah, I mean that's <laughs> everyone listens that's to fair, stuff. Isn't it? Everyone listens to stuff, um, but yeah. So if it's a good mem, like I'd like a good memorable score, something that I can listen to while I'm writing. That's what I look for the most. Yeah, I I, I, I do like a good score. I listen to a score more than I do like pop music, for example. I don't listen to any pop music, so I could say I listen to scores better more than I do pop music. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so Doctor Strange 2 hit cinemas March next year, unless it's delayed because of COVID. Fingers crossed it's not. But speaking of uh, the other little bit of news that Marvel announced is that they're releasing a new show, kind of, a behind-the-scenes show, let's say, uh, called Assembled. Um, and basically it's going to take place in between... Well, the first one will take place in between yeah. the last episode of WandaVision and the first episode of Falcon Winter Soldier. And it's all going to be a behind-the-scenes look and it's going to be looking at each episode will be a different tv show so one division or falcon winter soldier or loki but apparently they're also going to span it off to do films as well um the first one comes out after the week after the last episode of one division i think that kind of says to people that oh, there's not going to be this secret episode that yeah people are thinking yeah of course. and in fact this is actually what it is but you know what i'm 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 looking forward to this. I mean, we're film buffs. So I'm looking forward to seeing more of a behind the scenes yeah. production look at it. Yeah, similar um, to it's going to be probably it's probably going to be similar to what they did for um, the Mandalorian. You know, with the gallery. Yes, the Disney Disney gallery. Except yeah, I, I haven't actually so. watched the Mandalorian season two one. I started it the other day and I just didn't. Finish I still need to watch the first one. To be fair, the first I haven't one's watched really it yet. interesting because every episode is a different thing. So I feel like the fact that they did the one episode for the for the season two is better because otherwise we've just been seeing a lot of the same stuff again um, yeah obviously i haven't like i said i haven't watched it yet but the first season one was really good how every episode was a different aspect of the show was really cool yeah um i like the fact they're releasing this the week on march 12th so it kind of helps bridge that mcu gap um the, the one week gap yeah there's a, there's, there's going to be something for people to watch in that week if they're impatient um I mean, we'll definitely listen to it. Listen to it? Or watch watch it. it. Yeah. No, I like behind the scenes stuff. It's what inspired me to get into filmmaking. 
yeah, it'll be very interesting to see how they put the series together, for sure. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Well, yeah. So like I said, I've only got one more piece of news left. These are very... It's not really been a I big think, news week, to be I fair. Hence why there's not a lot to say about them. I think them. I know what your last piece of news is. I hope you do. Do you want to guess? Uh, Paddington 3. Paddington 3. Officially in the works. 2021 has been saved. It hasn't. It's still crap. But mm-hmm. for those who don't know, I love Paddington 2 made me cry. It was my favourite film of that year. It was, it's just, it's so good. I can't, I went to see it on my own in the cinema the first, I saw it twice in the cinema, and the first time I walked out crying like a baby. So when they announced this this week, I punched the air and nearly had a little cry again. Hmm. Um, But yeah, that's literally, it's not really been a big news week. We've been texting like every day this week saying there's not going to be a lot to say. No, there's not been much. And, um, I, I have I have seen both Paddington films. They're nice films. The, that's all I think they are. Just nice films, which isn't a bad thing. I just I you know I like more substance. I like to think he's more. Just, he's just so cute and fluffy and just mm-hmm. wants his marmalade sandwiches. Like I was thinking about it the other day after I saw the news that they were making a new Paddington. It's just that cause I was trying to think about what I would say about this because I knew Harry would talk about it. Um, <laughs> uh, I like the films are nice. The films are really nice and sweet. But like, I like a film. I'm not just not to say I don't like nice and sweet films. I like a film that really gets you thinking. And like, even if it's bad, I like a film that you can really, really dissect. Yeah. Like and talk about. And I don't feel like those aren't the kinds of films that you would, you know, necessarily. Have. I mean, people can obviously, but not necessarily have discussions about. But then again, like I'm saying, that's not a bad thing. That's just how I feel. And I know the films are almost universally loved so that's why I'm trying to justify why I don't enjoy them that much I just love it so much no, I'm so happy they are enjoyable films I think I preferred the first one I haven't I haven't seen them for a while but yeah because I remember you were going to see the second one so I was like I'll watch the first one tonight and we'll go and I'll go see it with you tomorrow <laughs> yeah so um rewatching it but yeah um that's cool like for, I said, not... for people that like that that those films that's cool for them um, but like I said, not a lot of news this week, unfortunately. No, so much. instead, do we want we're to going what, to. I was going to say, do we want to do what we did last time and I'll have a quick quick browse? Yeah, I mean, let's go for it. Do you want um, me to sing a song again while we have a little look? No, no. Uh, the UK Supreme Court rules that Uber drivers are employees, not self employed contractors. Uh, that's that has nothing to do with us. That's just what's top trending on Twitter. Um, Pablo Escobar is trending. <laughs> nice. Oh, people are comparing Ted Cruz to Pablo Escobar. Okay. <laughs> okay. I mean, Mars twenty twenty one. They had a thing land, or is it landing? I don't know. Yeah, they had no it landed last night. Oh, cool. It's the, it was the first. Um, oh, I'm gonna get this wrong. It was the first landing with both audio and visual on it was, Mars. It first was actually, rover. It was actually the first um, Boston-born Latina actress to, <laughs> to land on Mars. Um, <laughs> I, I can't believe I fucked that up. I was so confident oh, going to stay there, and I was like, I've really researched it, I know what I'm talking about, and I just ballsed out from the start. I'm sorry, I'm just looking sorry. at the video. No, it's fine, I'm going to sing a little, I'm going to sing a little hum for Another thing that people, looking at news. I might not know a lot about ast- astronomy, um, I but I used to be fascinated by, I'm still am, I'm fascinated by space, and, you know, 
looking even though it is just like a bunch of it's like a desert basically but it's it's mars that's a planet so uh, cool. i'm just trying to think of so first cool. song for all you listeners while connor's raving no, about we, mars we don't, we don't need music i'm gonna sing but it's obviously sing clear twinkle, that twinkle, twinkle, it, you know it's obviously clear that it's faked though you know there's no such thing as mars um <laughs> <laughs> and we're also on a flat earth we're not and if you please don't come to me and be like, Harry, I believe in flat. If you do that, I, will just, about, I just can't deal with that. I recently rewatched the first Thor, talking about flat Earths, and Asgard isn't a planet. It's like a flat piece of land that's like double sided or whatever. <laughs> it's not on a cloud, right? Kind of. It's like it's like it's weird because like obviously the water all falls off the edge, so Asgard is flat. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, look, the Earth ain't flat, but Asgard is. All right, you can have that. Um, yeah. So, yeah, there's not there's not a lot of news really. I can't find anything. I'm looking. Yeah, it's been it's been a bit difficult. So we were we were kind of arming and ahhing. Uh, um, sorry, to... I was going to say. I know this. It's not news news, but Brian Johnson confirmed he's still working on his Star Wars trilogy. Yes, I saw that. So I kind I'm, of assumed that as well. I'm so happy about that because I love the Last Jedi. Come at me, bros. Oh, you're gonna get some people coming at you. Probably, uh, probably not. But um, <laughs> um but the last we, were, Jedi, we were very. The Last Jedi might be the best Star Wars film. Don't at me. Good luck. <laughs> but we were we were umming and we were umming and I feel what to talk about this week. So we decided because uh, you know Zack Snyder's Justice League trailer was released um, the day before our episode one came out, um, but because we record at different times, we're gonna talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so today we're gonna we're gonna talk about the Mortal Kombat trailer that was released at the time of recording yesterday, and then we're gonna have a bit of a dive into the Zack Snyder's Justice League trailer. Yeah, and okay. uh, from there talk a bit about the Snyderverse, Man of Steel, Batman vs Superman, um, and hear us rant about how much we might like or not like. I them. was um, about to say Mortal Kombat's got nothing to do with DC, but the uh, the the Injustice games are made by the same people that made Mortal Kombat, so. Mm. Um, so yeah, so uh, if you haven't seen the trailers for either Mortal Kombat or Zack Snyder's Justice League, jump out, watch them, jump back in. And, and I'll if, give you, and if I'll give you two seconds. Okay, one, two. You can pause it Welcome and then back. go and do it. Um, <clears throat> but also, if you have, if you've taken that time and you've not watched the Mortal Kombat trailer, then you're probably underage because it's a red band trailer. Oh, oh yeah, please listen to it if you're overage. I mean, please do what you want. I mean, but. It's your, it's your life, yeah. It, I mean, I, ain't gonna, do I don't do anything illegal, but aren't your mum? It's a, tra- so it's a trailer. Your own life, just don't do anything bad. It, it's a trailer. It's not going to hurt you. Um, so the 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 more combat trailer. It, I'm really nervous. You're going to ask me what the the way. It, no, I I don't think we need to. I don't want to go through like, oh, what do we see? Blah 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 blah. It's more combat. <laughs> And it's a yeah, because I was, I was really nervous you were going to be like, what do you think the story is in this trailer? I'm, I'm yeah, like, we don't, I have no I'm, idea. Yeah, I'm the kind of... Like, I, like last week was a trailer episode, and I, I don't really enjoy trailers that much. Like, I just get bored of watching trailers over and over again, because they're always the same thing. This... The opposite. I love a good trailer. I know I you love do. it. I know you do. This trailer is... It's Mortal Kombat. Like, it is. <laughs> yeah, it is the game, but in... Like, it, 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 in cinematic form, like, like yeah, it looks exactly like the original game. I'm joking, it doesn't, because that would be terrible. Um, but the 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 film, the film, the trailer starts with showing us Jax coming up against 
uh, Sub Zero and getting his arms frozen off. So if you want to know what this game's gonna, this film's gonna be like. <laughs> yeah, in terms of all the the the, the combat, it's, uh, it looks it's great. Like, visu- <laughs> the, yeah, the, vis- the visuals look fantastic. Yes, they really do. I would say I like, there were a... A, there were a couple of janky moments, like when Sub Zero made his little, uh, when he like slices through, I think probably Scorpion, and um, forms into like an ice shard out of his blood. I mean that's so. Cool. I was just. <laughs> that's so. I was cool. about to say that's one of my favourite moments in the trailer. Like, <laughs> oh I God. loved that. I didn't even. That didn't resonate until I was saying it. <laughs> like I. It's just. It's, I saw it. It was so it flawless as well. Flawless victory. That's a Mortal Kombat thing. <laughs> See, I haven't played much Mortal Kombat, so I struggled with this trailer. Oh, I haven't. Played, I haven't played a lot, but I. I had Mortal Kombat X or ten, I think it's, and um. Yeah, it's it's Mortal Kombat. The, the fatalities and stuff like that, the violence in those games is just incredible. Like, yeah, it, it's just violent. Like, and a lot of people, you know, violence isn't always great. It is sometimes unnecessary in some films, but this is Mortal Kombat. This is what it's known for. Yeah, you need to. You need to. You can't go into this expecting like, oh, I really just want. I want a. Yeah. I want a story with, but with action intertwined. No, the, the. I want a story though. I want this to be good. It would have a story, but this is this is going to be combat heavy. Otherwise, it wouldn't be in the fucking title. Yeah. Um. Well, I mean, it's the name of the franchise. But the thing is, um, they talk about Mortal Kombat a little bit in the uh, Netflix series High Score, which goes over the history of uh, video games. Okay. Which I've watched all of. It's actually pretty interesting to see like the origin of. Sp- the origins of video games really um yeah and when they talk about mortal kombat obviously when it first came out it did strum up a lot of uh, lawsuits because it was like is our video games too violent because the game the initial the first mortal kombat uh, they actually had like i think recorded like it, there were real people like that they would record in doing like the fighting actions and all that stuff yeah um and then they were put into the games and they added like blood effect and stuff like that and all these fatalities obviously I think Mortal Kombat was the one that did that. I'm sorry if I'm wrong. <laughs> People at him on Twitter if he's wrong. But it's basically, if you understand what I'm saying, it was like they it, rather than the characters being designed, they were photographed. Real people. Right. Okay. Yeah. 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 I get you. Um, I believe. I'm again like a. I'm, I don't know if it was Mortal Kombat that did that or if it was Street Fighter. I don't think it was Street Fighter. I'm sorry if I'm wrong. I think it was Street Fighter now that I'm talking about it. <laughs> it's nice to hear. You started off this comment so confident as well, and it's just unraveled. Yeah, I know, right? Warriors. Um, oh, no, it might... No, yeah, it was Mortal Kombat. By the looks of oh, it. Oh, he's got it back. I think. He's not sure. I can't tell. He's thinking about it. I'm trying to... Yeah, it was Mortal Kombat. That was tense. Phew. I'm still, <laughs> I'm still not sure. These pictures... Like, kind of look like real people, but they kind of don't. How about you just go out on a whim and say it was Mortal Kombat? Uh, I don't want to be wrong. Uh, yeah, fine, it's Mortal Kombat. <laughs> look, vi- I mean, look, visually, I I feel like I'm just going to go in and have such a good time with this film. I feel like it's going to be. Yeah, yeah. Sub Zero looks amazing, I think. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, yeah, Sub Zero, God, yeah, they've done. They've made him really menacing, obviously. I mean, he is... I don't know, like, we don't know a lot about the games. We don't know, know a lot about the stories of the games. But, yeah, no, sub, they've, done a, they've done a good job with Sub-Zero. Um, I'm, I'm 
it, it, if they had just shown me him slashing Scorpion with the blood, and made turning the blood into a, like a frozen knife, that sold me on this film alone. Yeah, happily. I mean, what sold me on this film was literally the beginning where um, Jax has his arms frozen off because Jax is a character with robot arms or you know cyborg, whatever, whatever. But seeing, actually seeing that, like, oh, you know what this film's gonna yeah, be. Yeah, I didn't. I knew it was. I knew it was R-rated, and I knew that obviously it was a red-banded yeah. trailer. But I didn't expect it to be that visual when I watched the trailer. Oh, yeah. Even I went, oh, gee, I watched. I was like, oh, gee, bloody hell! Like that's that's mad. Because yeah, he literally just pop. He pops them like balloons. Yeah, he freezes them and they just shatter. That's so cool, man. Which is what happens to him. That's ridiculously cool. Yep. And um, we get a. There's a moment in the trailer where it goes through basically all the people that all the characters that are in it, like yes. saying all their names and everything, like I'm Kung Lao and all that shit. <laughs> yeah, a character called Kano. Is it Kano? Kano. Kano. Yeah, who is meant to see? I had a little. I did a little bit of research for the episode because I kind of wish I knew more about this. Yeah. Um, but he's meant to have like a laser eye, but then at the end of the trailer, he has his laser eye, kind of, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. Like a like a good laser eye. Who's the main character of the film? I know this might I might be sounding. It's the it's uh, so Cole I looked at this as well. Cole Young. Yeah, so he's like a he's meant to be an MMA fighter. Oh, he's a new um, he's new, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. And he has the he has the 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 ta- not the tattoo like the crest or whatever mm. as a like a birthmark of sorts. Oh, but yeah, people he are saying like he could possibly sort of... be. Yeah, they're saying he could possibly be connected to Scorpion, like maybe Scorpion's son, or well, based on he might take he might become Scorpion because obviously uh, Scorpion's being played by Hiro Hiroyuki Sanada. Was it, uh, who was also in the Wolverine? The, am I right? He was in the Wolverine. He was in Avengers Endgame. Oh yes, he's he faced off against yeah yeah he faced off against he's a very well known uh, Japanese actor. When I found out he was playing Scorpion, I was so happy because <laughs> I, I really like him. Like when I found out he was an Endgame, I was really happy. It was a bit annoying that he didn't have too much, obviously, but he was in the got film called, as much as he got needed. Killed to be. with Hawkeye and Mohawk. But yeah, he's very you know he's got a long career. I was just I've just gone onto his um, Wikipedia and he's been active since '65. Jesus, when he was five years old. <laughs> That's insane. When I was five years old, I was just eating. And- Pooping. Is he in the original ring? I don't know. He's in the original ring. There you go. Another exclusive. That's cool. Um, but yeah, he's just a, us. he's a great he's a great actor. Um, he's showing up in a lot of stuff. He was in Minions. Um, Love Minions. <laughs> Rush Hour Three. Oh, he's in Rush Hour Three. He plays Kenji. Yes. Wait. I love Rush Hour Three. I love he, Rush Hour films. Isn't he meant to be? He's Jackie Chan's brother. Wow, that's technically kind of racist. Because he's Japanese. Yeah, he basically Jackie t- Chan's Chinese. He, he turns up at the start and he's like, I think they, not, I don't think they were blood relatives. I think like they were from like the same, I want to say like the same yeah, care he, home or yeah, something. But, 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 Hiroyuki Sonada is Japanese and Jackie Chan is Chinese. Look, I didn't make Rush Hour 3. That's just, I just watched sorry, it. Uh, for anyone who doesn't know this part, Harry knows this. Uh, in university, I did an essay about uh, cultural appropriation and whitewashing in Hollywood. 
You um, did. And I also talked I about Asian representation in general and how like you would they would a lot of Hollywood films still to this day will just cast an Asian actor in an Asian role. It doesn't matter what but part you, of Asia they're from. Are you saying that Scarlett Johansson can't play Ghost in the Shell? Here's the thing, as I, I actually have reason for why she could <laughs> technically be that character, but it, it wasn't right. She shouldn't have been it that was, character. Yeah. She shouldn't have been that character. She shouldn't have been that character because of the nature of that character, which was that she was a Japanese woman's brain inside the body of a white woman. She was legitimately whitewashed. Yeah, that's fucking... That's, that's why awful. that's bad. But the reason why it's it can be fine is because she's playing an android. Still bad. She's playing a robot. I still don't like it. No, but I mean, it's not. She like, can play a tree, apparently. And it's technically not a bad film. Here's the thing: no, the Scarlett right. Johansson. I don't think she. She just. She had that thrust upon her in that interview. I think I'm not defending Scarlett Johansson. She's a fantastic actress. She said some ignorant things, but she's not yeah. that terrible a person. <laughs> Let's. Well, she might be, but. I've never met her, so I can't personally say if she's nice or not. No, I haven't. I bumped into her in Sainsbury's. Oh really? What was you buying? Ghost in the Shell on Blu-ray. I <laughs> can't oh, get those. Can't get those Blu-ray sales up. I like Ghost in the Shell as a franchise. Uh, I actually like the film, the live-action one, but not as much as the original. Anyway, uh, we were talking about Mortal Kombat. So <laughs> yeah, I'm really excited for it. Yeah, I'm. I'm absolutely buzzing. Like I said, I, I, I wish I knew more, so I had more to talk about with this. But like, just through watching the trailer, it definitely grabbed my attention. That's I, for sure. I don't think there's too much to know. Like, there's a like tournament. It is about like fighting tournaments and stuff like that. Especially, I think, in the most recent game, there's like different fight. Everyone's from like a different universe, kind of thing. I think. Right. Okay. My yeah. favorite thing is that in the games you get character. Like in the recent games, especially like. Uh, Predators shown up. Um, the Xenomorph shown up. Fucking Rambo is in it. Terminator's in it. I'd love to if this Gee, film's that right. successful. I'd love to see if they're able to get the rights to do that more in future. <laughs> like if there That'd is a sequel, bring in Arnold. <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> you're going down. Get to the chopper. There's actually a jo- um. There's a joke. Uh. There a joke. There's a no, sorry. There's a joke with because Sylvester Stallone actually came and did the voice work for Rambo in the com, most recent Mortal Kombat game. Um, yes, I heard that. And there's a there's a because every you know characters always have like a back and forth before they start fighting. There's someone he comes yeah, up against. Like, you're gonna you're gonna go down. No, you're going down. Yeah. There's <sighs> someone he comes up against who says to him. Uh, how much do you charge for this tango? And his reply is, I don't work for cash or something like that. Um, Sylvester Stallone was in a film called Tango and Cash. Oh, okay. I, I saw that clip, I was like, that's so good. <laughs> it's so poor, but it's so good. I just kind of want Arnold in a Mortal Kombat film now. I want Arnold and Stallone, even though they kind of don't like each other. That's a whole history. <laughs> yeah, that's a whole episode, I think. I think we could die I into don't that history. It, yeah, but if we if we were to do that, we'd probably be just rehashing something we've both listened to. I don't really. I, I mean, they're fine actors. You know, Terminator's good. Rambo's all right. Again, it's not the topic, but it's technically on topic with Mortal Kombat a little bit. But um, yeah, that was about the games, obviously. But that'd be cool if they could do something like that. Probably won't be able to. Who's 
who is the film from? Warner Brothers. Um, yeah, I don't think they'd be able to do that because Disney own something, uh, everything. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for this film. It's produced by James Wan. Well, I hope it also get you know it could be successful because the 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 reaction to the trailer itself has been very very positive. This could be one of the first genuine video game to movies successes. That's always a bad like hard topic because there are there. Are, it's it's weird because you are really only making video game based movies for the people who like the games, and you're hoping that you'll get a bigger audience. Yeah, like this this definitely appealing to the games. Like the gamers, this is definitely appealing to fans of the games. For sure, I don't think you know you I, wouldn't just go out and yeah. on a whim to go see if you didn't know about the games first, possibly. And I don't, I don't know how it's being released because it comes out soon, doesn't it? So it's probably going to be. It, yeah, it's, it's, it's both theaters. Yeah, so it's theaters in select countries that theaters are open. Yeah, and then for everyone else, it's HBO Max. It's one of those things where if it was on a streaming platform, without any, without you having to pay any extra. A lot of people would watch it that way, but if this was released just like in cinemas, I don't think it would make a lot of money because it's you know it's an R-rated film. What about what about you? If you had to not in cinemas, but if it was on streaming, if you had to pay for it, would you pay to watch this? If I have the money to spare, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so as a so as a like a oh I have spare money, I'll watch this film, or kind of you set money aside so you can pay to watch this film. Like I wouldn't specifically set any aside, but if it's like, oh, it comes out today, and can I, can I really spare? Because it's usually about it could be up to upwards of twenty pounds sometimes, isn't it? Yeah, I think Wonder Woman was fifteen in this country, which I to rent. not to pay for. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I, I say not to pay for after last time we said don't watch things illegally, illegally or whenever we said that. I actually still haven't seen it, so I stand by. Yeah, it. I haven't watched. I haven't watched the second one either. But I've also only heard opinions go down and down about that film so <laughs> yeah not good yeah but no yeah I would pay for this I would because it's yeah while I'm not the biggest fan I'm not I say I'm not a big fan I'm not very knowledgeable of the games I like the look of this enough to want to pay to watch it for sure and I think I think yeah I, it's it's a, it's like Godzilla vs Kong, for example. This is a film that I think I'd like to see in the cinema as well. Yeah. I feel like to have to, to get that. I feel like it would benefit better in the cinema Maybe. than watching it at home. Like you said about a lot of films, but I definitely, if it comes to streaming, and if even if I had to pay for it, I think I would pay to watch it happily. But yeah, I I do want to see this film. It's definitely piqued my interest. That might purely be through Sub Zero, because um, I think his yeah. he his visuals and his powers and what we see of him in the trailer is the most so, visually appealing to me. So, it's written, it's co-written by, well, the story is done by Oren Uziel and Greg Russo. I don't know what else Greg okay. Russo's done, but I recognise his name, and not just because it's I Russo. I really recognise that name. <clears throat> and not just because his yeah, last name's Russo, name. but I actually recognise Greg Russo from something. Has he written comics? He might have done, you know. I don't know. I've tried looking him up, but I didn't find anything. Um... And then the screenplay is co-written by Greg Russo and Dave Callahan. Dave Callahan uh, worked on the the Doom film. <laughs> I have a really bad feeling he worked on X Men Origins as well. He did the Three Expendables. He didn't do Origins. Okay, thank God. He did. Yeah, he worked on. Well, he did the first Expendables, which was co-wrote with Stallone, and then he was credited for the second and third as based on 
Uh, he did he did some story he did story work on Godzilla twenty fourteen, which is going to be talked about very soon. Uh, not in this episode, obviously. He did a production rewrite on Ant Man, but was uncredited. He co-wrote yeah he co-wrote Zombieland Double Tap. I think he's just a script more of a screenwriter writer like he like he does he's more of a he can structure a, a screenplay because he, yeah he sounds like he does a lot of rewrites as well and it seems like he works with a lot of different people but he did it says screenplay and story with, Do- with for Doom but co-wrote with someone else um, The Expendables was co-wrote with Stallone it just says story by for Godzilla but so maybe he did that that film was has a lot of bland characters but. I guess it's different when you're writing based on characters that already exist. Well, I think that's another. I think that's also another thing that could could happen in this film yeah. as well. Is is characters like Cole, <clears throat> newcomers, let's say, mm-hmm. might be a bit bland because there's nothing to go. If he's the writer, it might maybe there might but be the possibility that he could come quite bland. I think they're introducing Cole into the game, so and uh, I, I'm sure they've gone to the people behind the games for like some assistance as well and stuff like that but um back to callaham he also co-wrote Zombieland double tap which you know which that wasn't a bad film so i think he's more of the screenplay guy because he also did the screenplay for wonder woman 1984 with patty jenkins and jeff johns so i think he's just that that production writer you get yeah for sure um mortal Kombat helps kind of polish the script maybe yeah. but then he wrote shang chi in the legend of the ten rings which, oh. is a, which is a film I'm very excited for. <clears throat> well, and that could kind of, in terms of the combat side of things, that could very well be reminiscent. Like what we well, that also the, the strength of this script could possibly link to the strength of that script. Maybe, but that also makes me worried that that film is just going to be very by the books Marvel origin. Yeah, that's that is a possibility. Which is a shame. That comes out this year. No, it doesn't. Does it? No, it doesn't. Uh, yeah, it's July. Is it? No, so there's only three Marvel films this year. Oh, it is! Fuck! (laughs) Jesus, yeah, it is this year. Yeah. Yeah. If things don't change, um, which they probably will. Sorry, everyone, that was quite... That was a... a... I'm so excited for that film, just because I like martial arts stuff. (laughs) But I'm really nervous that we're now I'm nervous. only coming now I'm we've, nervous. we've not seen anything. <clears throat> now I'm nervous. Superbot would have been the best time to show something, but that's another Yeah, but Marvel don't want to be doing that while they still got other things to come out, other things to promote. You know what, Marvel? Marvel are very much one thing at a time. And it yeah. works. It still works in their favour, I think. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Apart from Black Widow. I mean, to be fair, there was a I pandemic, mean, we... so it's not like it could be released. No, I mean there still is a pandemic. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. But I mean, uh, and he also know. he's working on the sequel to uh, Spider uh, Into the Spider Verse. Oh, nice! I'm excited about that, but I'm also apprehensive about that as well. It says he's just doing the screenplay, but it doesn't say who's writing the story. So maybe he's doing the story for that as well. Could very well <clears> possibly <throat> be. So, I'm I'm looking forward to that. I think it's going to be good. No, I mean, I mean, I know I'm buzzing for. Spider Verse Two, but the first one was so strong. Oh um, no, yeah, I it's going to be hard to, to follow up that, but yeah, I I have faith. 
Yeah. Okay, so overall thoughts on Mortal Kombat. Again, look, <laughs> we don't have loads to say on this trailer purely because, again, we haven't really played them. Yeah. But we could, it couldn't go without at least mentioning it because we did. We both watched it. We really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. There were some moments, you know, like the the blood, the blood knife, and demonstration of different trail um, powers. I should say, not trailers. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I, I definitely watch this. I think I'm excited for this. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing what what they do with it. Um. I'm really excited to see these characters, you know, on screen. Even though there have been Mortal Kombat films, we should also say, but they uh, yes, there is yeah, a '90s one aren't great apparently. Um, <laughs> I would like to watch them, though, I think maybe. I don't know. I don't know if I can put the time into that. I'm still trying to see what Greg Russo has done because I recognise his name. Maybe I'm just recognising it from this, like Mortal Kombat. Yeah, it could it could be, and it could just be the name Russo in general. Yeah, but I, I, for some reason I feel like I know someone like Greg Russo, but apparently not. Apparently he's working on Resident Evil as well, the, the new one that's coming out. There's another one. Yeah, they're doing a film that's more close to the games, right? Oh. I mean, I just knew there's like seven of them. Yeah, how many Resident Evil films are there? Yeah, but they they were all done. They're, not, they're like their own thing, though, the Resident Evil films. Yeah, like, true. They're, they're, se- they're pretty separate from the games. Like, this new... Up- well, this new one that's come in, <clears throat> I think, is <clears throat> sorry serving as a reboot of the Resident Evil film series. Um, <clears throat> it will be an origin story set in 1998 and is based on elements from the first and second games. So I think this one's <clears throat> actually more based on the games than the original one was because the original one was. You I know, hope so. The original films, there's six of them. Uh, Oh, by Paul W.S. Anderson and starring Mila Jovovich, who's his wife, right? <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes. Um, and they're apparently just kind of their own thing. It's loosely based on the video game series of the same name. Yeah, they're very much their own thing. So, the new one... That's yeah, I'll never, out, I'll never watch those ones anyway. Yeah, like the main character in that is called Alice. I don't know if the main character strong, in the, I don't know if the main character in the first Resident Evil is called Alice. I know more about Resident Evil too than I do about Resident Evil. To be fair, well, yeah, in the Resident because the characters from the games play are you know Jill Valentine, Claire Redfield, Leon S. Kennedy. Like those are the names I know. Yeah, same. Who the fuck Alice is? She's literally just a character from. Yeah, from the films. That's it. Bitch, yeah. yeah. So those films are yeah. Sorry. So off topic, but still on the topic of video games, I guess. Um, video game movies. I'm actually looking forward to seeing what that Resident Evil film is like. I have only seen bits and pieces of the games. Yeah, I think if they, I think get the right writer, get the right director, and they, and actually, you know, make it a bit more reminiscent of the games. I well, think they could pull it off quite well. well. It comes out this year. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, they announced their cast recently, and I thought it was like really, it was pretty good. Um, it's. It's, yeah, it's written by Johannes Roberts and Greg Russo, so that's why I started looking it up with Greg Russo. Wasn't Is it? it also through Netflix as well? There's a Netflix show coming out, an animated show. Right, that's what I'm, yeah, that's what I'm thinking um, of. I don't know if this... Talk about it being theatrically released September 3rd, so, and it's by Sony. Or Sony distributing it. Um, so, I, th- I, th- I thought I heard something about Netflix with it, but yeah, 
Yeah, I'm sure I heard something about Netflix, but Mobox was. It's got a decent cast. Uh, Kaya, Kaya, Scodelario from the uh, Maze Runner series, right? Yes. Also from Skins as well, I want to say. Yeah, uh, Robbie Amell. Uh, yeah, uh, from new series Upload. Uh, Stephen Amell's cousin, who did Arrow, he was also in The Flash. Uh, yep. Code 8. Code 8, Where yep, he stars alongside his brother, who they look very alike, but they're apparently not related. Hannah John Carmen came in, is in it. She was from uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Okay. She played uh, Ghost. Oh, okay, Tom, yeah. Tom Hopper. Good actress. Uh, Umbrella Academy. Game of Thrones. Merlin. Game of Thrones, apparently. Terminator Dark Fate. Everything will be on that time. He's going to be in the Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard. Fair play. He was in uh, Matt Smith's first episode of Doctor Who. Yes, I'm thinking that. Right. right. Oh, yeah, he's in Neil, Umbrella Academy. Neil McDonough. From uh, Dum Dum Dugan. Yep. And Donal Logue, who was from Gotham. He played Harvey Bullock. Really? Yeah. Nice. He played um that is pretty he cast. played Jim Gordon's partner throughout the entire series of Gotham. <laughs> That's a pretty strong cast, to be fair. It is a good cast. And they're all playing characters from the games. Yeah, I remember people saying it was a good cast when it was first announced. So yeah. Very strong, very strong card. Avan Jogia, Jogia for uh, playing Leon S. Kennedy. He's from Nickelodeon sitcom Victorious. No idea. Okay. Yeah, only time will tell. And he was in Zombieland Double Tap, apparently, but I don't know who has because I don't. A probably yeah, I think I know. He was um the 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 character Berkeley. Yeah, the guy who had, you know, had a big bag of weed halfway through. I don't and, remember uh, that film. <laughs> the, uh, the younger girl, you know, the younger sister, not Emma Stone, Abigail. Oh yeah, pacifist whom Little character. Rock picks up. Yeah, yeah, he's that. Yeah, he's that guy. Him. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah, he's a boyfriend. <laughs> That's the one. Cool. Um, yeah, this went off topic for a bit, and we somehow nearly spoke for an hour. Um, I'll uh, tell you what. Speaking of speaking of a strong cast, Connor, do you want to eat this segue? I've got another. Do you know another film with another strong cast uh, uh, in a universe that you love so much and that not, you you talk to me all the time and you're so excited? Knives Out. No. Oh, I mean that film does have a really strong cast though. It does have a bloody brilliant cast. Let's be honest. Actually, no, speaking I'm of talking... sorry. <laughs> Okay, maybe not. Carry on. Speaking of nice out, I don't know. Second, second week in a row. Second week in a row, you yeah, ruined good. my segue. That's, that's the podcast. Um, I think what's her name? Anna de Armas was talked about in Times recently. Time, Times, Time about something. I don't think it was the, you know, one hundred women or whatever thing. Right. But the she was talked about, but the person that wrote it was um. Jamie Lee Curtis. Obviously, they worked together, and I thought that was cool. It's just like you know when they I mean, like, like for example when Brie Larson was named one of like Times 100 Women of the Year or whatever. It was like it was Tessa Thompson that wrote the thing about her. You know they do they do that. They get people that work with them and know them to do it. Yeah, yeah. So I, I don't just, know if that was worth ruining my. No, no. Before. I just thought it was a fun little little thing. It, it probably wasn't. It's but, a fun little fact though. Sorry, we'll 
boot up your Segway again and get on it. No, it's, it's dead. Okay. It's like last week. Also, we're just gonna, also we're just going to talk. You just wanted to say what's a what's a film that's got a really strong cast um, that we're going to talk about, and that's Zack Snyder's Justice League, right? You can't say it's a bad cast. I think it's a good cast. No, um, I think it's a cast full of actors that have done good stuff. We'll get into it. Partially. So... I think Henry Cavill's in a couple of good films. I think Ben Affleck's done some really good films. Uh, Gal Gadot's okay, I guess. <laughs> and Ezra Miller's... Can't run to save his life, considering he's playing The Flash. Uh, he... They're playing The Flash, I think you mean. There. They identify oh. as they, them. Oh, I didn't realise. I apologise. <laughs> No, it's, it's, I, it's, I get slipped up on that a lot as well. It's 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 normal to get slipped up on it, but you know. Yeah. Just I remember for next no. time, right? No. You're speaking to me, so I'm not going to get offended, but someone might. So um, I thought I'd correct you. No, I appreciate that. Yeah. It's always good to. It's always best to. Do, I do. Uh, I, I do it a lot, so we we might end up doing it. But yeah, Ezra Miller is they them. Yeah, if we end up doing it, it's not intentional at all. It's literally just you know we just misplaced it and we didn't. Really, I don't know a lot about Ezra Miller, so first time I'm hearing about it but um, no so basically Zack Snyder's Justice League trailer came out Sunday yeah I no say. yeah yeah so not yesterday if you listen to this on Monday last week yeah last Sunday um, after quite a few there was a teaser trailer at the start of last year that wasn't really uh, it, it was it was didn't reveal a lot yeah um, I would say this one definitely revealed a lot more as as to what his vision is going to be um so uh, let's start with initial thoughts Connor what was your initial thoughts on this trailer certainly does show a lot of visual things that's super I'll strong man be honest I have only seen the trailer once <laughs> I usually oh, I just go with what you say <laughs> fair do you want me to start then do you want me um, to start I've got a couple of points yeah, I've got a couple of points I've written down yeah, okay so you know for those that don't really know the the history of this film, uh, we'll do very oh. very brief, very brief. But I feel like it's fair. I don't. Yeah. Everyone's gonna know. So, yeah, this is a, you're gonna do a little thing about. So, you know, for those who don't know the history of this film, blah 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 blah. Give me a second while I can so I can make this joke. Um, blah 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 blah. So, for those of you that don't know the the history of this. Um, the Justice League movie is based on the Justice League, who first made their appearance in The Brave and the Bold in issue number 28 in March 1960. Um... <laughs> <laughs> is that... Yeah, fair play. Yeah, uh, that right. was what I was going to say. But I understood what he was trying to do, and I think it was very strong. Thank you. Um, no, so... Um, if you're all thinking, but well, we've had a Justice League before. Is this Justice League 2? No. The one we had already was shite. Um, so basically what happened was Zack Snyder, director of this film, directed Man of Steel and Batman vs Superman um, and then he started to film uh, Justice League, he got about 80% finished I want to say and then uh, he had a family tragedy which meant he had to step away from the project uh, and Josh Whedon had to step in and as we spoke about last week Josh Whedon is not a nice, very great guy nope. um, him and the and Warner Brothers decided to rewrite and refilm pretty much 80% of the film basically everything that he had filmed um, and it was a completely new film with with uh, elements taken but not really replicated let's say 
and uh, what it we was, got was a huge smoking pile of garbage. It was Joss Whedon coming in, earning a paycheck. He didn't seem to care what he was he doing. He didn't care, yeah. And it was also, at points, really quite sexist. Now, doesn't doesn't the Flash fall into Wonder Woman's boobs at one point and just smile? The, the, no, where he, he does the same joke that he did in uh, Age of Ultron when Mark Ruffalo falls into Scarlett Johansson's uh, cleavage. Um... He's just a terrible bloke. And it's just, it was but, just, it's just a stupid joke where it's like, oh, sorry, accidentally fell into your boobs. It's like, what? It's a, it's a poor joke. It's not funny. Yeah. But um, yeah, and then that was in, uh, that was released in 2017. Plus, sorry, was, didn't, ever, didn't, didn't, didn't he shorten Wonder Woman's like skirt thing as well? Yeah. So like at one point you uh, like, you see like butt cheeks. <laughs> it's just, it's just what a creep, man. Like, well, I'm not complaining, but. <laughs> but um, it's not. Yeah. Well, uh, tone's gone down a bit, mate. Let's let's just move on what? swiftly and fastly. We like, but them. no. So <laughs> a couple of a couple of a couple of years later, all the fans have been very much campaigning for Zack Snyder's kind of vision to be uh, restored, and uh, they revealed last year that he was going to be able to finish the film on HBO Max. Uh, a couple of reshoots were done. Um, it's going to be a four-hour film released on the 18th of March. Uh, around the world, which we found out today, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, and then last Sunday they released a brand new trailer, uh, which was I personally think it was actually quite a strong trailer. I liked the uh, first and foremost, I really liked the soundtrack that went underneath the trailer. I think that worked really well. Um, but yeah, I think we won't, we won't go too too into it, but we'll talk about a couple of couple of points from this trailer we enjoyed. Link it to the Snyder version general. Yeah. I think yeah, from um, here on we're just going to talk about like. DC staff, our hopes and expectations for yeah, if Justice you, if League, you... and also we're going to talk about Man of Steel and Batman vs Superman. Yeah, if you haven't, you know, if you haven't seen Man of Steel and Batman vs Superman, you know, spoilers. We are going to spoil them yeah. completely because one everything film came out about... eight years ago, and one film came out five years ago. So exactly, and everything we talk about in Zack's not whilst you know this is going to be a completely new film. You know, we might we might. Hint, we might we don't know we haven't seen this we'll probably but, talk know, about the old stuff. Ju- yeah we'll probably talk about the Justice we'll talk a lot about the old Justice League that came out and 2017 might, yeah, that's mad isn't it <laughs> yeah, we know. might hint to some of our hints and theories might actually be true so you know if you if you don't want to know anything at all if you haven't watched the trailer it might be best to look at the time codes down below and maybe skip to the end of the episode yeah so from um, here on spoilers but full spoilers for Snyderverse let's say for all of Snyder's films all of plus them we, well haven't even DC seen Sucker film. Punch. Plus, plus <laughs> Whedon's sack of shit that was Justice League 2017. Anyway. If I remember correctly, when we went to the cinema to see Justice League... Yeah, I will out liking it. I so, know. No, not just that. You do that with everything. <laughs> uh, you're like one of those people... Which is not a bad. Thing. I try to find a positive. No, you're, you're also that... I think you're that kind of viewer where it's more of a I'm switching off, I'm going to watch a film kind of viewer yeah i can just watch it to watch it yeah. and then try and enjoy it yeah i can't do that i haven't been able to switch off watching films since starting doing a film course but that's i like that i don't i like being able to properly watch a film and take it in but we actually we had a good time watching justice league because we just it was so dumb yeah it wasn't one of those films that you watched it was so bad it was funny like, we, like you couldn't believe they released it there was six of us Seven, maybe? there was. Yes, I'm not gonna was. name name everybody that was there. I'm gonna quickly count in my head. So it was me and you, two additional friends, seven. three additional friends. Um, I'm our house and three additional friends. I want to say that's what I. So seven. 
Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, so there was the, yeah, it was the seven of us, and we all just kind of we were just laughing throughout the entire thing because it's so dumb. Well, we also had a friend that was there was there's very into DC. We had a know, friend that you know, had high expectations for the film. Yeah, very high expectations, yeah. and obviously they had watched they had watched Batman vs Superman and Man of Steel. They were still really excited. I remember them coming out and just going, "That was just so bad. That was <laughs> awful." But no, I've I've you know I do think there was some standout moments in this trailer. I really enjoyed it. I I enjoyed the start of the trailer. I enjoyed starting off with seeing Superman. See, seeing Superman be killed by Doomsday again, but from a different angle, more more head um, bird's eye view, yeah, because was, you can see looking down on him. Yeah, it... you get the you get bloody Jesse Eisenberg's really bad Lex Luthor, but you hear his uh, the bell has been rung um, line. But this time, <laughs> as Superman, as Superman, the bell has been rung. The bell has been rung. No, been I don't. Rung. I don't actually know the line. <laughs> <laughs> I have uh, met I Jesse I... Eisenberg. Oh, <laughs> uh, wasn't he just a complete not great? Well, when I met him, it was uh, it was a photo op, so it wasn't meeting him. But he seemed really awkward. Like he didn't not that he didn't want to be there, but that he was just like, I just just get this over and done with. I'm just gonna hi yeah hi take a picture. He just felt like what you expect Jesse Eisenberg to be like. Yeah, I could see that. I didn't know I what to say to him clearly. because I only met him for the for the story <laughs> that's literally it I didn't <laughs> why not I mean if you have the chance sod it I know <laughs> but, no, but what, I, what I liked about the start of this trailer is that you saw this time when Superman screams you can see the the visual the, echo like of a shockwave scream. from his voice yeah yeah and it kind of carries on through the next couple of shots because you know for I mean, all the time <laughs> yeah and that's well but you can see it how that now like links to why they yeah, and it can kind of show that the universe now knows that Superman's dead. You know what I mean? Hence, the bell has been rung. I like that little hidden, yeah. little hidden stuff. Because, because I also watched a clip of Batman vs Superman after watching that because I wanted to see if it was just something he's added or something that he's actually he visualised back then he was going to pick up on. And if you if you watch Batman vs Superman in that particular scene, you see the same visual echo. Okay. It's in within all. It's within all the destruction and the explosion, but it is there. It's faint, but it is there. So you can see that he's not just Snyder's not just adding stuff in for the sake of adding stuff in. He's actually, he actually had a plan for this film, and he knows what he wanted to do. I mean, yeah, I am. Which is quite yeah. nice to see. The thing about Zack Snyder um, is that he's definitely doing what he wants to do, which you can admire. It's the same with George Lucas with the prequels. Even if you don't like them. You have to admire that you George Lucas. He was telling. You can see the vision, and you can see he was telling the story he wanted to tell. I think that's the best thing about giving Zack Snyder the chance to come back and finish his film is so we can see the story he wanted to tell because that's what fans want wanted. They didn't want a Joss Whedon, uh, you know, piece of shit. Um, I couldn't think of a good word for it. There is no good words for it. Um, no, they didn't want that because that's not what you know. They wanted to see what Zack Snyder was building to. While there's a lot of yeah. people that maybe don't like Zack Snyder's stuff, like for example, I'm not the biggest fan of Man of Steel or Batman vs Superman, but I'm still eager to see what he did, what he was doing with Justice League. Because it's 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 clear in the years after, you know, before this was confirmed, it's clear through his little leaks and hints that he did have an overall vision, and he still has an overall vision of what he wanted to do after. Yeah. If he got to do another Justice, I mean, he's come out and said he doesn't think he'll get another 
chance to do a Justice League film. If he does, he's already revealed what he would have done for it. But I, that's another thing for another yeah, day. But... I think he, I think he'll get a chance. I don't think this. I mean, I hope he does, but I think it will depend on the reaction yeah. to how this does. I, I think, think that he's got enough fans where it will seem like people love it. <laughs> yeah, I am genuinely, I am genuinely excited because you know, I, I, again, like Connor said, you don't have to love the first. Man of Steel, Batman for Superman, but you can at least appreciate, especially just through. And this is just we're just on the very first shot of the trailer, but you can see that he he had a vision of what he wanted to do back from yeah. then, and he's linking that back. He's not just going right. I'm going to add this in because it's going to be really cool, and I can do a reshoot now. He's yeah. actually going. No, this is this was my plan. Um, you don't. Have, moving on. You don't have. Oh, sorry. So, so you don't have to like Snyder's stuff to you know want this to be a good film you should want this to be a good film just because you know don't wish why would you wish for a film to be bad and if you're a fan of comics the justice league batman superman wonder woman you want this to be good we want to like we want to have like i'm yeah i'm a bigger marvel fan but that's just because their films are better i love yeah. the justice league growing up because <laughs> it was one of the, oh, cartoons the tv shows great actually, yeah there's an, the animated dc stuff was great Granted, I only ever watched the Batman stuff and then the the Justice League show. We can't remember specifically which one it was, but it was a Justice League show, and it was on TV and it was good. And like that's why I want to see a good Justice League film. I want to see those heroes in good stories because I liked them growing up, which is probably the reason why most people want to see these films be good. <laughs> I do. I do hope it's good. Yeah. I mean, you know, move. I mean, moving on into the trailer anyway, we get. We get a lot of nightmare sequence footage in yes, this. Again, harking back to um, Banford Superman, because I know that was one of... I can't remember if it, was, if it was me and you that was talking about this, but it was one of our kind of... That's a very interesting thing to see, and to see a different kind of take on this universe. And I really... In Banford Superman, I really enjoyed the nightmare sequence itself. Yeah. So I'm, I'm glad that we're going to get a lot more of that. Um, yes. And, and it looks like... It looks like in some of the shots that Cyborg and... I, th- I want to say Flash, but you can definitely see Cyborg is with him. Oh, can um, you? I, I... With Batman, I should say, sorry. Can you? Yeah, there's one shot in particular. It's at the start of the trailer and also at the very end of the yeah. trailer, uh, which we'll get to in a minute. Well, we have, but, to ass- um... we have to assume that at least the Flash would be there as well because he's the one that goes back in time to tell send the message. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the whole the whole premise of this film was going to be originally when this because this was originally going to be a part one and part two yeah. and it was going to end i think it was either part one was going to end with and please don't correct me on twitter if i'm wrong um i mean you can but fuck it um part one was going to end with with justice league losing yeah like they would have lost to dark side and the nightmare sequence was going to become a reality so the second one would have picked up a couple of years later Did and you... it is all it, it is all like that it is all desolate basically could you imagine if Zack Snyder had been able to make the vision he wanted yeah and it had come out in 2017 yeah and then Avengers Infinity War did almost the exact same thing a year later yeah could you have imagined the DC fans oh my god they would have gone off on one they they didn't shut up when the the Snyder cut was announced in the first place but (laughs) could you imagine that was the outcry against do you think do you think Infinity War would be the success it was it is if that had happened? No. Because not saying it's not 
Infinity War is one of the strongest films in general. Yeah, right? it's a very strong, <laughs> amazing film. But I think if Justice League had come out just before that and they had lost, okay, yes, they would have lost in a different way. People don't turn to dust and ash, but they, yeah, you would have still seen the main team lose. So you would have gone into that one. Once you come out of that one, you would have gone, oh, it's a, it's good. I understand they're not copying, but I've just seen it like that's a bit. Yeah, it would have been. It would have been one of those things where it's like DC did it first, and there's not much they've done first. <laughs> but I, I, I personally think for this film, because it's four hours, right? Mm. You know, like I was saying, his initial vision was the second part was going to pick up a few years later. It's all desolate, and the Flash was going to have to travel back in time um, to, you know, like in Batman vs Superman when he comes when he comes in, he goes, oh, "I'm here too early," and he has yeah. to try and sort everything. I think that he's got four hours of footage. Right? He's making a four-hour film. He's not. He's probably got more than four hours of footage, but he's making a four-hour film. I personally think he's probably just combined those two together, well, used the reshoots to possibly film a bit of the second one, because there's a lot of there's a lot of things in this trailer to hint to the nightmare, yeah, the nightmare stuff, but also the Flash. There's a shot. There's a shot. So I keep hiccuping. There's a yeah. shot about halfway through. The Flash is running towards a reversing explosion. Yeah, that that looks Almost. so cool. Yeah. Visually, this it looks great. Yeah, I can't deny that some of the visuals in this look fantastic. But it wouldn't surprise me if it, if the nightmare stuff, isn't just a short part. I wouldn't be surprised if we got forty-five minutes to an hour worth of. I think scenes set there. I think we're gonna see nightmare stuff. We're definitely gonna see it. But rather than him incorporating the whole, the, we're not obviously he's not gonna have the time. You know, it's four hours long. I don't think he'll have the time to incorporate. Oh, the Justice League are losing. Let's do the nightmare stuff and then do the whole back go back in time thing or whatever. Is that what they would have done then? They would have gone back in time and fixed it? Yeah, pretty much. Um, or something like that maybe, like they did with Endgame. <laughs> um, I think it will be, we'll see the nightmare stuff but in like sequences, maybe not like one big part but in different certain sequences. Cause, you know, Quite a, yeah, a hefty chunk but split up. But what will happen is they'll, fi- they'll fix it. They'll What he would have done is basically made it so that it's prevented in the first place yes like, i can see as, that it'll be seen as a possible future but not like in a dream sequence or like a flash or you know whatever happened with batman um maybe it's something to do with yeah. maybe it's not to do with, sorry maybe it's not to do with batman and cyborg going to, like living it and going to the future maybe it's flash goes to the future meets cyborg and batman who are there already and has lived this alternate life basically yeah and then you and then um because i mean we might as well say at the end of the trailer um you see uh, jared leto's joker pop mm-hmm. up basically and he's basically been described as a very world wary ghost of christmas yet to come type so he's basically going to be talking to batman and basically showing him all his mistakes hence the honor is a distant memory showing how batman has become like the joker in this in this world um, and maybe, maybe the Flash sees that and goes, right, I know I know what the outcome can be. That's, like you said, I need to know, we need to now prevent this. But and maybe that's what the reshoots were for. Maybe that's the specifics of, because obviously it's known that yeah. at least Ben Affleck and Jared Leto came together for these reshoots. But Lois is the key. Lois, Lois is the, Lois is the key. I'm, I'm here, I'm here too early. Oh no. <laughs> um, it's very, it's very, it's going to be very interesting to see how it, com- how it all comes together, 
because he also has the benefit of hindsight. He saw what didn't work in Joss Whedon's Justice League. Yes, exactly. He knows what the fans didn't like. Yeah, and he spent a lot of time talking to the fans and telling them what his film would have been, get gauging their reactions. So he knows he's got a lot of. He, this film could could well end up being amazing, because he's got all that ben- He's had that benefit of hindsight. He's had the chance to talk to a lot of people about his ideas. It would be very yeah. It'd be disappointing if it didn't live up to at least the fans expectations because like we said you know you know it was very sad that he had to walk away due to his family tragedy and the fact that he's had this chance now to go hbo max have gone look finish it the fans have campaigned and campaigned they raised like they raised thousands and thousands of dollars for suicide prevention charities Mm -hmm. and they did so much work and it's like the least they can not the reward it sounds it sounds like they were doing it for a reward but you know the benefits of that would be to get this film that they they really want and it'd be good to it i i want it to be good obviously like you said who wants a film to be bad no one but yeah, yeah what are your what are your thoughts on jared letter's joker coming back i know we didn't like him in suicide squad I, let's let's see what his purpose is to the story i guess i don't care about seeing him yeah. again i think okay he's been given another chance but there's also a lot of stories about Jared Leto being kind of a dick so <laughs> yeah I, I mean look, I want him I, to have the chance uh, but I think I see. think at least I think at least for the character I'm happy the character itself gets another chance in this universe and I'm I'm kind of happy that we'll get a scene between him and Ben Affleck's Batman because there was a lot of hinting towards them oh, yeah. that they were they were eventually going to meet in the future and you know who knows maybe maybe in a, in 10 years time we would have got a standalone hbo max batman ben affleck series do you know what i mean we probably won't but you don't you just don't know um, but if we don't at least we get this initial scene yeah. sequence it's, it'll be interesting to see because this is a bat. If obviously it's going to be, there's going to be stuff in the nightmare sequences. Is that the only way the Joker's going to show up? Well, that's the only way he's been confirmed to show okay. up at the well, moment because he was never he was never initially part of Zack Snyder's initial Justice League okay. plans. He's he's been brought in purely through all the reshoots, but the reshoots did take place over two to three weeks okay. and bring back most of the main cast. I think. Okay. Well. um the point I was going to make is this is a this is a Batman and a Joker that have history. So it'll be, yeah, it'll be interesting sure. to see how that's handled. That's what I'm looking forward to seeing because beforehand in the films we've seen the Batman meeting a Joker that he doesn't know anything about. Like he's like, oh, this is new, like Dark Knight, obviously. He's like, this is new, and then I haven't seen the original Batman to know the Jack Nicholson one that much. But this is a Batman and a Joker that have history, so. Exactly, and I mean their dynamic would be interesting, and the history of their history obviously uh, heavily influences Batman and Batman vs Superman. So like you have the warehouse scene and Batman vs Superman, which a lot of people love. I love that, but the Batman's we usually watch don't kill anyone. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? The, in Dark Knight Rises, he goes no killing. Being Batman vs Superman, he goes to this warehouse scene and he just kicks the crap out. Of everyone yeah. and kills everyone in his path and that's a that's a fantastic sequence in that film for me personally. it really shows the strength and agility of batman yeah it shows batman because it's the best combat we've seen from batman yeah. in the film 
because I like Ben Affleck's Batman. Yeah, I want to see good. more of him. I want to, I want him to have more of a chance because I don't think he. Yeah, I I don't think Batman for Superman is a fair, and that old Justice League yeah. is a fair justification of his take on the his, character. His Batman's very very good. His 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 Bruce. It's very Wayne, Dark Knight Returns. His Bruce Wayne is like kind of non-existent when we see him. Yeah, he's a better Batman than Bruce Wayne, but like that, you know, he was he yeah. was always very Dark Knight Returns. Like you get the shot in this trailer of the oh, yeah. the massive tank yeah, that they the called in tank. the War Machine. Yeah, yeah. That comes straight from the Dark Knight Returns comics. It's it looks, yeah. It looks the same. Do you know what I mean? So that's very exciting. I I am excited to see more of him, and you know he's going to be in the Flash you, as well. I don't think he's going to have that heavy, yeah. role. I think but... you haven't seen the Dark Knight Returns films, have you? I've seen the first one. Oh, I haven't seen the second one. They're so good. I definitely need to watch part two. Yeah, you should. You should. I I did them back to uh, you know front. I did both of them at the same time when I did it back to back. Um, yeah, I should have done that. I think they're they're very good films. Um, um but uh, I saying so Batman, I was saying, I was saying about with his Bruce Wayne, that he's not very. I was only just going to quickly make the point that, like, obviously, there's many things that have been like, oh no, Batman is who he is. Bruce Wayne is the mask, and I think just just because we're on the topic of Batman, Christian Bale really captured that, didn't he? Yeah, he, he yeah he his, did it fantastic. His Bruce Wayne is such a dick. <laughs> oh, he's awful. But it's that's how he should be, and I think that that was great. Uh, I just wanted to make that point. <laughs> I need to rewatch those films actually, the Dark Knight trilogy. Yes, I do. But no, I like I like the tone. I, I'm, you know, the, the the tone of this trailer is very much reminiscent of the tone of Man of Steel and yeah. more Batman vs Superman. You know, it is going for that darker tone. Like you have the shot of the the explosion outside the bank that in Whedon's Justice League is how Wonder Woman's introduced. Like she mm. throws the she throws the suitcase bomb or briefcase bomb yeah. out the window, but this time it looks like it explodes inside. So maybe it, maybe she doesn't save the kids at the start of that that's, film. Yeah, that's like, that's the thing. Is like it's the benefit of you know hindsight. Yeah, and also you know we're gonna. I like the fact we're gonna get a lot more cyborg in this as well. Yeah, you know he was he was a character in uh, Justice League the the twenty exactly. So I'm and Snyder's Snyder's come out and said, sorry, Snyder's come out and said he is a central part. Of, he is the yeah. the central part of this film. He was him that Cyborg was the heart of his Justice League, didn't he? Yeah, which is really cool. Like I liked, I um used to really like the Teen Titans cartoon. I like Cyborg was obviously just meant to be like you know a fun goofy character in that, but I've always liked Cyborg. I've always thought he was interesting. Same. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see more of him. I hope the Flash can run normally now, because in he, he just flapped his, his arms like... about the other one. <laughs> yeah. Um... The only, the only one of the only good bits of that previous film of the of the Whedon's Justice League is when Superman comes back and the Flash is running towards him and has that realization of oh shit when was... the, when Superman just turns his head. To be honest, that sequence when Superman just beats them all up is fantastic. I love it because it's so yeah. it's so uh it's not fantastic as in it's like because it isn't great really but it's oh I love it I love it when he just rises above Wonder Woman and headbutts her into the ground that feels very injustice <laughs> that was just he just fucking knocks her out uh, and then oh, yeah course. that bit where he's like yeah he turns and watch, watches the flash and he's just like Ugh. Ugh, it's so dumb um, but, but yeah, yeah I, like, I like the look of I like the look of Darkseid Darkseid looks huge hmm. you know he has that yeah, there's a scene where he has he, he's like if you can Steppenwolf's like seven foot, eight foot, and Darkseid's like massive. <laughs> he's huge, yeah, and he's got 
he's got um there's a shot where he has Dassard and Granny Goodness from the comics behind him yep. in like the nightmare future. It's very it's very kind of clear that Steppenwolf has kind of been cast out and he's trying trying to bring together the mother boxes to kind of get Dark Side's allegiance back, maybe. God I hope Steppenwolf um, is interesting. I really hope he's interesting. I mean, you know, some of the stuff we've seen, you know, he's he's definitely much more um, ruthless, spiky. which would be quite—it was quite a nice spiky for sure. It looks like ham hammerhead shark, doesn't he? <laughs> but one of the one of the last things I want to talk about with this trailer, in particular, I like—I I personally like—we get black suit Superman, right? No mullet. I know people wanted the mullet, but you know, I understand why there's no mullet at the same time. But I like the shot that kind of brings it full circle back to Man of Steel of him like getting ready to fly again, like yeah, his first that, yeah, flight that, sequence. Yeah. So if he, if if Snyder and or Henry Cavill don't get another film, it's like it's come full circle in a way. I, I really like seeing that. I really want Henry Cavill to get another film, but just because he's good, he's a good actor. He is a good, super, he's a good he's Superman. He's a good as well, Superman. I, I just haven't liked what we've seen him in. What would you What would you say you prefer? Would you do you prefer Man of Steel or Batman vs Superman? I prefer Man of Steel. But main, but to be honest, the reason I like Man of Steel is because those action sequences at the end they just they just remind me of Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> um, I I I I don't hate Man of Steel. I know you. I do, do enjoy I know it. You, yeah, I know you like it. You can, you're allowed to, you're bits, to like it. <laughs> there is some bits that are the stupid. Like I like Kevin Costner as Jonathan Kent in that he's film, an and he's an idiot. <laughs> Yeah, but he's going to be back in this one. But Henry Cavill could have saved him without anyone seeing. But he's, he just goes. I don't. No. I don't. I. This is something that uh, what we listen, something we listen to, talk about a lot. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's done better in the original Superman, and the, I think in the comics as well, where um, Pa Kent has everyone. Jonathan Kent. Jonathan Kent. Yeah. Yeah. He dies of a heart attack, right? And yes, and, he dies in a heart attack in everything else. Yeah, and it's the thing that oh, you know, he has all these amazing abilities, Superman, but he couldn't stop that from happening, and he couldn't see it happening. You know? Yeah, and it's the it's the that's true the point. Kind of consequence of his like, powers. That's it works. That's the point of it. Like, and then to have that 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 sequence is like he dies because he's running into a tornado to save a dog from a car. And it's like, why don't you just let your son do it? He's not like yeah. he's gonna fly into it. He would have done what you did, ran in there, and he would have been able to get out. Like, yeah, there was he didn't have to that. Yeah, he didn't have to die. He didn't have to die that way. They shouldn't. That's very poor. Like it, it is. Like I obviously didn't. I didn't. I wouldn't have thought about that if I didn't know, like learn more about Superman as time's gone on. Um. Yeah. But it, when you when you know that and when you watch it thinking that it is like that sequence is stupid, it should, it doesn't need to be. Yeah, I think I think with, when it comes to Man of Steel and Batman vs Superman, I think they both have sequences in those films that are strong. Yeah. But also, there's other things that make them completely stupid. Apparently, when there's a tornado, you shouldn't hide under a, a big bridge or like an overpass yeah. because that's, I heard that. that's worse apparently <laughs> I don't know because but, we don't get that kind of weather in this country but like, you get you do get strong acts like in Man of Steel like we said that the the flash um, the flash his first flight is really good yeah. like in Batman vs Superman I personally love the opening sequence with Bruce and, and yeah that's amazing kind of, kind of with the battle 
that's absolutely that's, outstanding. That's the best part of the you... film. <laughs> oh, for sure. Um, that and the warehouse scene for me. But then you get other bits of those films that just don't work. Like, like we can't, before we wrap up, we can't talk about the Snyderverse without talking about the whole Martha debate, right? It's, so in Batman, for those, who, for those very... who haven't seen it, but the, the Batman and Superman, sorry, Batman and Superman are brought together to fight. Yeah. Kind of, uh, what's, what's, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, through Lex Luthor. Lex Luthor's kind of manipulated things. And Check they start having this fight. Yeah, that's fine. They start having this fight that's too short, and it's not. It's the whole film's been building up to it, and then it's just nothing. Yeah. And Batman's about to kill Superman, and the way Superman just edges out the world, save Martha, which is his mum who has been kidnapped. Mm-hmm. It's also the name of Bruce's mum, and then Bruce is like, "Why did you say that name? You must be a good guy." I understand that's how, in the concept of that film, of course. Of course, that's the way that fight's going to break off. I do find it stupid. I think, I think it is true. It's how do you get them to stop fighting? Yeah. Like, is the, the, I don't know if I'm wrong about this, but the original Batman vs. Superman is from The Dark Knight Returns, right? Yeah. Like, that's what it's based on. Like Because obviously that's my only you know, barrier, barrier for entry. Barrier to entry? I don't know how you say that phrase. Um... That's the only way I know about Batman vs Superman, other than this film. And I think it's yeah, I think it's based on the Dark Knight Returns. Don't you know? If we're wrong, we're wrong. If we're right, we're right. If we're idiots, we're we're definitely idiots. But we're definitely idiots. that ends because Bruce either has or fakes a heart attack. Oh, like that's how the original Batman vs vs Superman fight ended, as far as I'm aware, if I remember correctly. So it's like that's a you know that ends it because Superman's like oh shit, whoops, <laughs> oopsie I should stop now. Um, but ending it by him going, my mom's name's Martha. I know yours is too. <laughs> you know, yeah, that, that's not how that. it happens. What happens is it's the fact, it's the fact that Bruce Bruce Batman Bruce Bruce Man knows that. He knows that Superman's Clark Kent at that point from when they first meet. Like, obviously, for some reason, it's very evident. Like they know they know who each other are in the moment they meet. Um. Uh, so why wouldn't he just say, "My mom, my mom"? Yeah. Why does he say you would Martha? It's that 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 sequence. I'm not a fan of that fight. I'm not yeah. a fan of. And it's also, um, it's also. When Superman lands, you know, he's like, Bruce, we need to talk. Why doesn't Batman just go, he's calling me by my real name? Um, okay. Yeah. And like, why would you land? You wouldn't land right in front of him. You try and land behind him and try and talk, or right, like, not that yeah. far away. You try and land quite close to him, surely. I I don't, yeah, it's the character. I think the character, I like Ben Affleck as Batman. I do. I think the characterization of him is a bit odd in that film. Like, he's. I yeah. get why he's angry at Superman, but he's not yeah, willing just to purely hear him based out. On the, yeah. Um, yeah, purely based on the opening, I can understand why he has that opinion that he does, right, and all of the structure. Because yeah. it was like Superman didn't care, but then you would at least try and hear him out in a standoff. He do- it's, he cl- it's clear that he doesn't care. He doesn't. He's not there trying to save the people. <laughs> but, you know, I, I like elements of both films. 
I I I I wouldn't say I don't I dislike those two films. Yeah. They're fine. Um, I, I don't like Justice League. I I I hate Justice League. But I I'm hoping uh, Man of Steel and Batman vs Superman recently-ish, last year or sometime, uh, late last year or sometime, and when I was watching Man of Steel, I was like, oh, I enjoy, I enjoyed the action sequences. I think the story is re- really weirdly paced. Um, the, the, the pacing is really. It's like there's no middle sequence. It's it like is, first it's, act. That one, first like. act is so long. Like when it's flashing back to, you know, Clark Kent, young Clark, and it's in it's in a weird order as well. It's like we see him as a kid, we see him as flashback as an adult, we see him as a kid again, we see him. You know, it's all over the place. Editing wise, I think that film is odd, and then it has Zod. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> uh, I, I like my. Okay. I, like, I actually really like Michael Shannon as an actor. I think he's fine as Zod. Um, yeah. Then there's yeah. There's I was about to say there's the Cybertron stuff, but that's that's where the Transformers are from. Uh, there's the Krypton stuff in that film as well, which I completely just forgot about until now. Um, oh, I don't. Yeah, it's fine. That Man of Steel is fine. I've never been a big fan of that film. It's the only Superman solo film I've ever seen as well. Yeah. I mean, I've seen the originals. Um, Batman vs. Superman is just a mess. Yeah. Well, thinking thinking about this trailer, this, this, you know, Zack Snyder's Justice League in general, like we both said, we don't want to feel too bad. I generally hope it's good. Like, my final thoughts on the trailer was that I, I did really enjoy the trailer. Um, I I enjoy the Snyderverse. I enjoy elements of the Snyderverse. I mean, I'm sure we'll probably have episodes where we fully fully go into Man of Steel and Batman vs Superman around yeah. the time Justice League comes out. Oh, possibly, I have to talk um, about this was more about a, him again. Yeah, this is more of a brief look because of the trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I do genuinely hope the tra- I do hope this film's good. I am excited for it. Yeah, me too. Um, have I'm you got gonna... any Have you personally got any final thoughts on this on this trailer before we move on to because it's our, our next it, segment because it's something we talked about with Mortal Kombat. It is a film I will pay for. Yeah, for sure. Like I have to see this when it comes out. And I'm, I I'm I have to see because I want to see how different how it differs as well. Yeah, I want to see how different it is. I want to see the story. But we will be covering, you know, we will watch it. We will cover it on that week's episode if we get a chance to watch it if, that fast. Depending on how it's released in this country, of course, that, you know, we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll figure that out when it comes that's out. That's an us problem but and for you to look forward to. What I will also say for anyone who doesn't know, we're the place where you get all your news from, obviously. Um, the film will have a 10 minute interval, 15 minute interval. Yes, it will. If you go and see it in the cinemas, I don't know what they're doing with the streaming version they haven't actually said if they're going to have an interval in the streaming version i doubt it probably keep it in i would have thought i maybe they've put i doubt yeah maybe but what would it it is four hours though no but what would the 10 minutes interval be on a stream version it would have been what they were going to do it just be would it just be i know but would it just be a screen that just says interval intermission whatever like that in the yeah, cinema, well, it could in, be in the cinema. It makes um, sense because it, they would just shut off the screen, the lights would come up, and you'd go and get drinks, go to the toilet, do whatever you want to do. It'll probably be a. It'll probably just be a screen that you're able to then quickly pause it on, yeah, and that, then you can carry on. But yeah, I'm, ex- I'm, ex- I'm excited. We will cover it, but just let us figure out how. <laughs> if there's an interval in the streaming version, I'm gonna like watch the first half and then come back to the second half like a week later. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, those were those were Mortal Kombat trailer, Zack Snyder's Justice League, slash a bit of the Snyderverse. Yeah. 
Um, we will again. We'll probably come back to Snyderverse soon, and we will go back to Justice League at some point. Zack Snyder's Justice League. Yeah. Um, but before the end of the episode, Connor, mm-hmm. have you watched or read anything this past week that you want to recommend or talk about? I haven't read anything. I've watched. I watched two films since we last recorded. Oh really? What you watch? Uh, actually, I watched um, last night with my. Um, was it last night with my mum? I watched uh, Le Mans '66 again. I've seen it before, obviously, uh, but I, my mum hadn't seen it, so I decided to watch that with her, and I love that film. <laughs> yeah, that was that. We saw that together, right? Did we, did we see yeah. that together? Or did I see? I didn't see it with Kyle, did I? No, I must I... have seen that with you, right? Let's say yes. I don't remember now. It's 2019 that came out, like near the end of 2019. I think it was you. It probably was. Have you seen it though? Like then that will answer it. Matt Damon, Christian Bale racing movie. Yes, we saw it in. So we um, did see it. We saw it in. We saw it in uh, Cineworld. Yeah, I mean it would have been there. IMAX. Yeah. We yeah, had, we did. We, we had our cards by then. Yeah, we did. We did. Okay, we cool. did. I, cool. I just wanted to be sure. Um, I rewatched that. I love that film. It's a good film. Um, Matt Damon and Christian Bale both gonna be in. Thor, Love and Thunder. Yes, they are. That's very exciting. It's weird that Matt Damon's so would coming you, back. Would you recommend that film to other listeners now? Oh, definitely. That was one of my favourite films that year. Um, but I also, for the first time, watched uh, Matthew McConaughey film The Lincoln Lawyer. It was on Netflix. Uh-huh. It wasn't when I went to watch it, so I rented it on Amazon Prime because I was like, this is the film I want to watch right now. I'm going to watch it. It's fine. It feels like two films in one I'm gonna I have notes for it because I need to write it I'm gonna write a review on my blog for it but I don't mind talking yeah. about it I think you know Matthew, Matthew McConaughey's like he's Matthew McConaughey in it like he's he carry he carries himself with that same swagger that he always has yeah but there are like moments where he's kind of chewing scenery a little bit where he's like hamming it okay. up a bit and I'm like this is odd um I'm not going to go into the technical points of the film, but I'm just going to say it does feel like two films in one. Because the first film, it starts off and he's like, oh, it's like he's like this kind of, you know, charismatic guy. He's like, yeah, ooh, I'm Matthew McConaughey and I'm a lawyer who defends criminals. Yeah. And then it's like it becomes this really dramatic, almost thriller like film for a little bit. Not yeah. Thrill- Actually, no, thriller's wrong. Um, but it becomes really weird like dramatic a bit and I'm just like this has taken a turn that I didn't expect and then it's it's based on a book so maybe in the book there's more time to flesh out some of the plot points but it feels like it suddenly becomes about this this old case that Matthew McConaughey dealt with in the past and it's like what is going on as it gets further and further in and then finally there's because this is a courtroom film it has some courtroom drama segments those are pretty good but then they're it's not worth the build-up for me. Okay. So it's... so you wouldn't recommend this as much as your first recommendation? It depends. I don't know. I gave it a 6 out of 10. Okay. So maybe? Like, that's average for me. That means I liked the film, but I didn't get a lot out of it in the end. Yeah. But, yeah, it's not... It wasn't that, I wasn't that satisfied in the end. Like, the end... It doesn't end sat- in a satisfying way, which is what most courtroom dramas do. Okay. And then when the I'm up that on my list then. Yeah, the when uh yeah, it's not available for free on anything at the moment. I paid three forty nine, three fifty nine to rent it on Amazon. <laughs> um, oh, okay. And I also watched the Michael Douglas film Falling Down, 
Any good? Based on the... I saw a video... I don't know if you've seen the video clip of from the film where it's Michael Douglas walks into a, like, a fast food restaurant and he's, like, getting angry that he can't order breakfast past the breakfast time. I think so. It rings a bell. When you see that se- sequence, you think the film's going to be a comedy. Right. It's not. And I oh. got... I. I kind of got this a little bit from watching the film, but then when I read into some reviews, so I can't take full credit for this thought process. The film is very right-wing. Oh, really? Yeah, like when you... If you were to delve more into it on a on that level, it's... It, it, it does have a point where Michael Douglas confronts someone who is clearly like a neo-Nazi. But Jesus. Michael Douglas himself has right-wing like opinions. He's kind of racist. Like he refers to like to like Hispanic people as thugs, which they they arguably they are part of a gang and they do try to shoot him later on, and they are trying to money yeah. him. But like you, it's almost as if he refers before even knowing what they're about, he's referring to them as thugs, referring to the place they live as like a shithole essentially. And he just seems like a really bad guy, but the film is kind of trying to frame him as a good guy, or you're trying you're meant to root for him. And like any violence in the film is treated as I'm not. This is going to become a falling down discussion, but a lot of the violence in the film is treated like it's a joke. But it's like this guy is terrible. Maybe the, not my kind of film. Then. But when I watched it, I was like, I like Michael Douglas. He's good in this film. I like a lot yeah. of this film. But when I now look at it in the idea of the political opinions of the film, it's like this is terrible. <laughs> like in that way. Like, not terrible is in bad yeah. in quality. I think it's an alright film. But that really let it down for me. Okay. There are some good technical Fair aspects. Play. It did remind me of The Joker in that we're kind of rooting for this guy who's not great. Or we're meant yeah. to. I, I never felt like I should root for him because he was there was definitely something wrong with the character. Yeah. Like, from the first moment you see him. But, yeah. I went... Yeah, I went really far. Went really into that because I do have a lot to say. I'll probably go into more on my blog. Yeah, I mean, people will tell people where they can find you in a second. But um, yeah, but what did you, you watched watch? a lot. I watched three films. I and, I, and, I st- and sorry, I'm... and I started watching season three of AP Bio, which is if people don't know, it stars Glenn Howerton for who plays Dennis in It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Um, yeah, he's playing a very Dennis-like character, except he's got more heart. <laughs> Okay. Like he's a dick in a lot of ways, but like he learns from a lot of mistakes he makes. And it's set in a school. He's like he's a he's he starts off as like he's a substitute teacher. I think he's a substitute teacher. Or he's taken a teaching job just to just so he can I don't know why he ta- I can't remember now. I have to go back to season 1. But like he doesn't teach the class anything. He just uses his uses them so he can get revenge on whoever's pissed him off that week. And it's a pretty okay. decent show. Like I, I like the characters. I think all the, all the twenty-something-year-olds that play teenagers in that show are really good. <laughs> um, I'll get that. I watch as and, well. Yeah, Glenn Howerton's really good in it. Like he's not, he's definitely a better character than Dennis because Dennis is obviously a terrible human being. <laughs> yeah, Dennis is horrible. He's unhinged and crazy. Um, but then all the characters in *It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia* are horrible. That's the point. Um, but he's yeah, it's, he's got Dennis-like qualities, but he's he's got more heart. Okay, it's a decent show. Um, it's 
I watched it on Sky Go because it's on Sky. Yeah, you did watch a lot. Well, I only watched um, I only watched one thing this week, <laughs> one new thing anyway. Uh, I watched um, Malcolm and Marie oh, okay. on uh, Netflix. Stars, uh, I always get his name. John David Washington up. and Zendaya. John David Washington and Zendaya. Um, I always say David John Washington, not John David Washington. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was good. It was very. It, it's you know it's only just them two. It was filmed um, during lockdown of yeah. last year. It all takes place with one central setting. It's a it's, it's a noir film, and the basic premise is they come home. David, uh, John. John David Washington's character, um, he's a big time film director. His name's Malcolm, and Zedaya plays Marie, his girlfriend, and they basically come home from Malcolm's film premiere, who he's a director for, and uh, he forgot to. I said that wrong. Anyway, doesn't matter. Carry on. He forgot to thank her in her speech, in his speech, right? Okay. And it basically is it's, a, it's an hour and 50 minutes of them analysing their relationship purely based on this one thing that's happened. Um, and I can't really go any more to it because, you know, it's not an action film. It is these two actors just yeah, going at it. And, yeah, and it's, it's worth watching to, to experience for yourself. But what I will say about it is I did enjoy it, but it's, it's very much that of a play. You could imagine it on stage. Okay. And I think... I think um, for fans of theatre as well, they'd really enjoy this. Yeah, both actors like are. Then. Yeah, I think you would like it as well. I think both actors are absolutely fantastic in it. Um, I think for me, Zendaya is a little bit stronger because she has to go through so many different emotions in the film. Mm. Um, but no, I really, really enjoyed it. I've, um, I've heard criticisms for the script, but. The script, the script is all right. It has some funny moments, but what what the script let down a little bit, they kind of made up for in their performance for me. See, that's always um, like um, that's always something I've heard is that you can't a phrase that's usually said is like you can you can write around bad actors, but you can't act your way out of a bad script. So I'm yeah, I'm curious to see how how they carry the film. Yeah, I'd, I'd like you to watch it. I did. I'd be very interested to hear your thoughts, but I'd oh, probably yeah, give I'd it, it. A, a seven, seven or eight out of ten, maybe a seven. I think mm. um, it's not my usual kind of film, but I did really enjoy it, and I do think it's it's on Netflix, and I think it's worth a watch. Awesome. Um, but yeah, that's what I that's what I watched this week. That's my little recommendation for you. I'm annoyed that like I watched two films I wanted to watch and they weren't great. <laughs> like there's always this week, buddy. I, I hate doing that when it's like I want to watch this film, but um. I have, I do have like lists of films. It's just because I think the courtroom stuff was in my head, and then falling down is quite short. And I was just like, I just want to watch something short. I say it's quite short. it's, yeah. under, it's under two hours. Um, and it was either that or Overlord. <laughs> so I made the wrong choice. I need to watch Overlord. Yeah. yeah. I'll tell you what, Connor. I have, I have one of the biggest questions I'm ever going to ask you. Oh this is huge. Are you ready for this? Uh, not really. Are you I sitting don't... down? Are no, you sitting down? I don't. I'm not ready for this commitment. Where can people find you? I don't want people to find me. I'm hidden. On social media. Oh, on social media. Well. <laughs> Did you like my segue there? That was a really good segue, I feel. You just said, can I ask you a question? Oh, fuck off. Just just answer <laughs> it. You can find me on Twitter at Konanagi. There you will find a link to my blog. www.com connorjnagi.wordpress.com that sounds about right um, 
I should say my at spelling is C O N O R N A G I. I might stream on Twitch at some point. I don't know because I was talking to a friend of mine who I play Star Wars The Old Republic with and we were saying that next time we play that we'll probably stream it both on our Twitches. So my Twitch is twitch.tv slash connorjordan96 but we might end up playing GTA instead which my PC can't handle streaming. So, <laughs> um, but we'll see. I also want to try and stream some Pokemon at some point. Oh, good man. Um, you can find uh, you can find me. I have two Twitters. Don't ask why. Uh, one one got deactivated and it got reactivated, and I just kept the other one. So you can find me at the Doc eighty one on Twitter or um, at Harry underscore Young eighty one. Um, I also have a blog called the Review Lab. Uh, so you can find us on Instagram and Facebook, just at the Review Lab. Um, where on both of those we have a I have a link tree to this podcast and my blog. And if you go to uh, the reviewlab.org you'll find the blog itself uh, my most recent post was all about uh, the last of us casting that we spoke about last week um i'm hopefully going to do a one division form of, of blog post this week and maybe some Zack snyder justice league as well um but yeah you can you can find me there we have a couple of projects coming out soon as well as this one but um yeah you'll find more information there um but yeah that's where you can find me and you know if you're you know thank you all for as always listening you know with this we are we are really enjoying this and we do text each other and say oh this this is going out really cool this is really yeah. this is really fun um yeah. and if you're on apple podcast leave a review leave a rating and just share with your friends share with everyone it really yes, does do help share. and go a long way subscribe on whatever follow us on whatever however that works and um yeah if you want to give us money you know i'm joking we don't have any way for you to give us money and don't <laughs> it's fine we're free it's a free podcast yeah, but just you know the 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 ratings on Apple Podcasts and the shares and letting people know and just even just subscribing it it, it really really helps. It really helps. And, we like uh, we like you, seeing those numbers go up. <laughs> yeah, and it's and it gives us that little boost each week. Next yeah. week is a topic that you won't know yet. We will surprise you with it next week. Oh yeah, we don't. Yeah, we haven't decided. We haven't decided. Uh, oh, but, what, um, I will say, what I will say is to the people that are listening. Um, if you do have any suggestions for something you'd like to hear us talk about, let us know. Definitely get in contact with us both, and uh, we'll we'll put it in the pipeline. If you want, um, if you want, uh, if you want us to talk about one of my favourite things, uh, Dragon Ball, then you know, hound Harry to watch all of it. Yeah, proper hound me as well. Yeah, I I tried um, for three years and it didn't work. Didn't work. I tried. I tried though. It didn't work. <laughs> You didn't try hard. I've got ready. I've got a good sign off. You ready for this? Are you ready for my sign oh, off? Someone yeah. suggested it to me. Someone suggested it to me, and I'm surprised I haven't done it yet. Well, you've got a credit who suggested it. <laughs> uh, this is a credit to a friend of mine, uh, Bryony, who also listens to the podcast. Um, everyone should live long and prosper. Well, I'm going to change it. Everyone should live long and podcast. Unless, unless your people like Rush Limbaugh, then don't live long. Yeah, just because. But yeah, just thank because, you. Just because he he died and everybody was like cheering about it, basically. Fair play. Um, um, but I, as always, thank you so much for listening. It really does mean a lot. Yeah, it does mean a lot. I could just keep talking forever, but this has gone on for quite a while. So <laughs> this is nearly two hours yeah, long. It yeah, it's quite late as well. <laughs> so if you if you um, did get to the end of this, like actually, if you did listen to all of this, 
Like, send one of us a message on something. Like, let us know. Yeah, so we can let the other one know. Because this is well. nearly two hours long, and if you did sit through all of it, then you're you're either got nothing going on in your life. Sorry to drop that bombshell on you. Um, or you really Key. you really like Justice League. <laughs> they might like us. That's not true. Nobody likes us. True. And on that bombshell... It's time to end. <laughs> we, it's time to end. But no, once again, uh, from both me and Connor, thank you so much, yes, and thank we you. will see you. Next, we'll see you next week, next Friday, for our Wonder Vision episode eight review and recap. Bye. So long, Gabe Bowser. <laughs> <laughs>